Obviously, we've been talking a lot about staying healthy and, you know, basically not getting COVID. And now that cold and flu season is also upon us, what can we do to keep healthy with all the stresses and extra work we have because of all the things that have happened in 2020? Today, we're going to take a tiny break in this bonus episode to just talk about ways that you know, things that you can do to stay healthy during this season. Hi, I'm Jessica Curtis of Teaching Struggling Learners. I'm a boy mom and a veteran teacher. You're listening to the Reaching Struggling Learners podcast, where we talk all about helping students succeed academically, socially, and behaviorally. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am sick of wearing a mask. I'm just going to come out and say it. I know I'm not the only one who feels this way. As a matter of fact, I think most people would agree with that statement. Whether you're someone completely committed to the mask wearing or not, We can all agree that it it just changes the way we talk, the way we interact, the way that we breathe. But until my schools allow me to go unmasked, the mask is going to stay on. But I was talking to some teacher friends this week about health and how all the stress of the mandates and the distance versus the in-person teaching, it has made so many teachers just feel exhausted and just... I mean, they're downright burnt out. Here's the thing. All that stress and not getting as much sleep because you know you're staying up and you're doing more work at home. It wreaks havoc on your immune system, which makes you more susceptible to getting sick. And with cold and flu season on us, that is really not a good thing. So what is a burned out, exhausted teacher to do? Well, and this is not bragging or anything, but honestly, I'm more healthy now than I have been in years. And despite exposure to a lot of different schools and all the icky germs, I haven't been sick yet this year. I'm knocking on wood right now. Which is, this is huge for the woman who, you know, is usually down for the count the weekend after the second week of school. Also Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, I'm always just dead on the couch. And, you know, the week before Christmas and spring. Anyway, that, anyway, (laughs) this is a huge improvement for me. So I've compiled a list of things that have helped me stay and even get more healthy despite all the stresses and the lack of sleep that this season of just teaching has caused. Step one for me is something, it sounds so simple and irritating, especially to teachers, but so many people are just, I don't know if it's confused or misinformed or just tired of hearing it, but water. Don't, don't turn off the podcast yet. Wait, I have, a, I have some stuff to say about this, obviously. There have been a bunch of advertisements for as long as I can remember since I was a little girl that about drinking eight eight-ounce glasses of water a day to stay healthy. Um, did you know 
know that for many of us, that actually isn't enough water. So here's the secret. Take your weight and divide it by two. That answer that you got, that's how many ounces of water you should be drinking every day. So if you're 160 pounds, you should be drinking 80 ounces of water a day. I know, I know, it sounds like a lot. Your jaws are dropping and you're going, there's no way in the world I can drink that much water. But honestly, if you start your day with the first thing that you eat or drink, however you want to think about it, you, you, you down an eight ounce glass of water. You're gonna be shocked at how well that starts your day and honestly improves digestion. Not to mention you've already got your first eight ounces of water down. You're ready, you'll be ready for more pretty soon after that. I hear you teachers. You don't have time to go to the bathroom. I didn't think so either. But when you pace yourself and you drink throughout the day, you know, and not purposefully dehydrate yourself for work, hello kidney infections and bladder infections and UTIs and all those yucky things, you'll find that after the first few days, the first few days are rough. I don't suggest doing it, you know, during school the first few days, but if you do it on the weekend, if you start Saturday, do Sunday, by Monday, you're really not going to have to use the restroom as often as you think you're going to have to. Not to mention, you're going to feel better. I, I just, I really want to encourage you to give, at least give it a try for a couple days. My friends, um, I have one friend in particular who she was always really good. She got in her 64 ounces, like, you know, the advertisements all told her to. And when I explained it to her and how it all works, she started, she upped her water intake to what she needs it to be. And she was shocked at how much of a difference it made for her. Her energy level went up. And also she she was having issues. She's always had issues with swelling, especially in her ankles, um, especially after salty food. And she said that, I mean, it, it's not nearly as bad as it used to be. And over the weekend, because again, she's still drinking the water, you know, all that. Her, the swelling that she kind of gains throughout the week is going away. And so, I, I mean, I, I do. I really want to encourage you to at least give it a try. Drinking enough water is really so helpful for your immune system too. In addition to, yeah, it's going to give you more energy and if you're trying to cut calories and that kind of stuff, drinking that water just makes you, it makes you feel more full and you don't want to eat and snack as much. But it helps to flush out all those toxins and it, it those toxins weigh down the immune system and all that stuff. It, it just it slows the immune system's ability to fight off infections, which, you know, is the opposite of what we want right now. So the next thing, now that I'm off my water soapbox, I guess, that I've been doing, of course, with the water, is I'm taking about 10 minutes every day and doing some meditating. There's a bunch of YouTube videos out there, um, you know, go for it. I, I There's so many of them to search through. Uh, I've been really enjoying my meditation videos on my, I've got my own little personal Netflix of workouts and meditation stuff, but 
I've found that doing 10 minutes of meditation, it has helped to to just ground me and calm me down. And it's just, it's helped me to find a way through the stress. That That's the best way that I, I can describe it. The ones I do, they kind of build on themselves. It's a 21-day program. But as stressed as so many of us are right now, any any meditation, it, it's honestly a step in the right direction at this point. Um, it, that's, I think anything's going to help right now with that. Step three is a big one for me, especially since the weather's getting nicer with fall here. I've been trying to get some extra time outside to get some fresh air, take a moment to just refocus myself. I have a tendency to just get caught up in the stress and and in the, you know, all the emergencies and all the, all the things, everything, every email is an emergency. But whether it's scarfing my food outside, you know, in the five minutes that I have for lunch or walking around the outside of the building to go pick up kids or get to a meeting, um, you know, walk around, take the, the outside route, whatever it is, that little bit of fresh air and sunshine, it really helps to lift my spirits and just remind me that there's a lot more to the world than the stresses that I'm feeling in that moment. Step four is probably, for me, the second most important part of staying healthy, uh, and that's just being more mindful of what I'm eating. Notice I say mindful. I do not diet. I will not diet. That's just, no, that's not going to work for me. Um, but I just getting more mindful of it. So it is so easy to get into that bag of snacks in my desk drawer when I'm stressed, stressed, which is, you know, basically all the time right now. So I've been working on trying to plan out small snacks for myself that are a little bit more healthy that I can eat throughout the day. I'm never going to stop stress eating or having that urge to stress eat. It is a natural thing to want to do. It's a natural reaction of your body. Why are we trying to fight it? But if I accept it and make healthier eating options available, you know, like cutting up some some of those peppers, I love bell peppers, or apple slices, or, you know, heck, even pretzels is better than the, you know, eating five Snickers bars. That has helped me to accept a little bit of who I am and deal with the stress that I'm under in healthier ways. Exercise is step five. How many times have we all said that we really need to start exercising? It is, it's pretty much constant. That's the conversation in the teacher's lounge from, from what I'm hearing right now. We start a program And then a few days in, we lose interest, it gets too hard, or let's be completely honest because, you know, ain't nobody going to judge us here. We don't see the amazing results that we envisioned two days in. And we start saying, this is stupid and I'm wasting my time and we give up. Yeah, I've lost track of how many times that I've done that. But here's the thing on that that I've learned. First of all, if you stick with it for a whole week, 
you feel so proud of yourself. It takes like two weeks for you to really start feeling results, you know, most of the time. But if you pay close attention, you may feel a little bit better, more energetic, just a little bit happier after just making through that first week. I mean, you're going to feel more accomplished just because you've met a goal that you've placed for yourself. For me, having an accountability partner is huge. So finding someone to work out with or how, you know, someone you can check in with consistency who's actually going to give you grief about not doing the workouts. That can be really, really helpful. However, you, however, you can just find a way to stick with it. I want to let you know, relying on motivation is not going to cut it. I'm going to say that again for the people in the back. Relying on your motivation is not going to get you through. I exercise every day. Motivation, motivation is not what keeps me getting up and pushing play. It is how it makes me feel good about the entire day after I've done my workout. It's how much healthier I feel after months of exercising consistently. It's how it's impacted my kids and and that they want to exercise and be healthy. It's how much better I can breathe now. Honestly, I, I had some, you know, health stuff just struggling with breathing a couple months ago and I've realized that as long as I exercise every day it's non-existent it's not a problem for me but it takes building up your discipline and determining your own why for that activity to work in the beginning especially you're gonna need you're gonna need an accountability group, a partner, something to help you get over that hump because you can't I'm sorry, you're not gonna be motivated every day. Uh, you're motivated for the first little bit, but then you really want to sleep in or you'd really much rather watch that TV show or whatever it is, whatever it is. Motivation isn't the key. Don't blame yourself for not being motivated every day. You got to find a why and build up your discipline. And honestly, an accountability partner or a group really helps with that. If you're looking for an accountability partner, look me up on Instagram at Teaching Struggling Learners. I'd be glad to add you to one of my free Facebook groups. Um, we work on accountability, staying healthy during, you know, honestly, the weirdest year I have ever experienced. And I've had some weird experiences. <laughs> I, I really hope you found all this useful and can use some of these tips to just stay healthy and reduce your stress level during this cold and flu and crazy season. Thank you so much for listening to my bonus episode. I really hope that this has been helpful. Um, I'd love for you to reach out to me and let me know what you're thinking and let me know where you need more help because, you know, that's what I'm here for. Until next time, may your coffee be strong, the restroom open, and your lunch break actually 30 minutes long. Bye.